Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Kevin Durant is doubling down, but so are the Brooklyn Nets. We might be headed for a stare-off. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Good morning, Christopher Lee Canty. Hey, you actually use my actual middle name. We That's must be right. going up on a Tuesday. That's right. I'm ready right. for it. I don't know how to act now. I know what I'm doing. And we're just going to throw everything off right out of the gate because it is a... It is a crazy day with everything that is going on today in a jam-packed show. We've got an all-pro defensive player who wants out. We've got a major injury in the AFC East, and we've got perhaps the greatest to ever do it preparing to walk away. But as for the beginning of the show, well, you know the deal. Here we go! Only one place to start. Kevin Durant had influence in hiring Steve Nash. And look at Steve Nash's coaching staff. The man today, Key and Kyrie, advocated for was Steve Nash to be the damn head coach. Kevin Durant reiterated his desire to be traded in meeting with Joe Tsai, the Nets principal owner, over in London over the weekend. Now, Durant has basically made it known that it's either him or Sean Marks and Steve Nash. He wants the GM and the coach out if he is going to stay because he does not believe in the direction of the Brooklyn Nets. Chris, <laughs> can I do a I gotta, little bit I of... Laugh. I got to laugh when you say that, big fella. I know. Kevin Durant doesn't believe in the direction of the Brooklyn Nets when yep. Kevin Durant is the one that decided the direction of the Brooklyn Nets. How ridiculous is it to actually hear that? Well, when you think about it, Kevin Durant has been the one directing everything, as you've pointed out with the Nets. They have done everything that he has wanted, including getting rid of Kenny Atkinson a couple of years ago and then bringing in Steve Nash when they couldn't get Ty Lue. And now he wants the GM and the coach out. So Kevin Durant not happy with how the – it's mind-blowing. In essence, Kevin Durant here wants to fire himself. And, boy, he's trying awfully very hard to do that right now because it's amazing that he continues to push this forward and continues to absolve himself of any wrongdoing. But I'll be honest, this is not necessarily about bashing Kevin Durant. I mean, that's been done to death. Fair? Really? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, we've done that to death. Well, yeah, we've been trying to find ways to have this conversation without being hypercritical of Kevin Durant, right? We want to try to find a way to be able to spin this forward. But, Carlin, in looking at the facts of the situation, it's hard not to look at this as Kevin Durant's own doing and recognize that the Brooklyn Nets are a dumpster fire right now because Because of of him. Yeah. I I mean, I, I I don't know how... 
how else to say it, and that's the frustrating part because this team, as constituted, should be able to contend for a title. If you have a healthy Kevin Durant, if you have a healthy Kyrie and he's committed and there aren't any other issues that distract him or take away from his attention during the regular season, you're talking about the Brooklyn Nets having enough pieces to compete for a championship. I mean, who knows what you're going to get from Ben Simmons, but you are going to get Joe Harris back. You do have Seth Curry. So, I mean, you're ha- you'll have the requisite shooting that it takes. I mean, you'll have the front-line size that it takes. There really isn't anything that the Brooklyn Nets don't have in terms of what you would expect a title contender to bring to the table. So that's the frustrating part about Kevin Durant wanting out from Brooklyn. Where's the better basketball situation for Kevin Durant among the teams that can actually trade for him? And I'm taking the Golden State Warriors off the table because he's not going back to Golden State. They would obviously have the best package to offer the Brooklyn Nets. But if you point to any of these other teams, whether it's the Boston Celtics or the Miami Heat or the Phoenix Suns, those teams don't have the assets to be able to offer the Brooklyn Nets fair value for a player of Kevin Durant's ilk. So, again, if you're KD, where's the better basketball situation that you're in a hurry to get to? That's the part that I don't understand in all of this. Yeah, it's in essence just getting what he wants. And, and now he wants to coach out. And remember that it wasn't all that long ago that Kevin Durant was very complimentary of the head coach. In fact... It was April after the Nets lost in the playoffs. I think he's done a great job. I mean, the last two years, he's been dealt a wild hand, you know, injuries, trades, disgruntled players, like guys in and out the lineup, uh, you know, stuff that he can't control. And I felt like, uh, you know, he handled it as best as he could. Let's just call this what it is, Chris. It's a negotiating tactic, okay? And and I'm not going to get too wound up in him wanting to get rid of the coach and the GM, because it's just another way to try to force Joe Sy's hand. But I, if I'm Joe Sy, as he tweeted out last night, we're very happy with our GM and our coach, and we back them, and we will do what's in the best interest of the organization. The best interest of the Nets right now is to not trade him until there is a package on the table that makes sense. And just because you want out doesn't mean I'm going to go take 50 cents on the dollar just to make you happy, or just to end any kind of uncomfortability. They need to take a, a page out of Daryl Morey's pay, playbook here with Ben Simmons. To be fair, Daryl Morey absolutely stared him down, and ultimately, whether or not you think that James Harden is worth it for the Sixers will be determined this year, but Daryl Morey wanted James Harden all along, and he was not going to trade Ben Simmons for just anybody. So if KD decides, A, I'm not going to show up, or B, I'm going to show up and try to stage a, a a sit-in, so to speak, it doesn't help Kevin Durant at all, and I wouldn't let that influence my decision as far as who I'm going to accept in return in a deal. Well, yeah, the price is the price, Carlin. I mean, that was set by the Rudy Gobert trade earlier on this offseason. When Rudy Gobert goes for players in four first-round picks, you have to think that Kevin Durant is going to exceed that. I mean, if the Brooklyn Nets were to try to, you know, get a package that would match that, you would have to consider that a loss for Brooklyn. So, I, I, I mean, the price is the price for a player of Kevin Durant's caliber. You're talking about a guy that in his age 33 seasons averaging 29 points a game. I, I mean, you just – Carlin, by, by, by all accounts, this is a player 
that is top three in the NBA. I mean, if you're yeah. going to trade for him, it's going to cost you. But right now, I don't think that there's a team out there that has the assets and that has the centerpiece in terms of an, an all-star caliber player um, to, to give back to the Nets. So it's a very complicated situation, but let's not lose sight of why this situation took place. Because I hear a lot of people talk about, well, well, we really don't know what Kevin Durant wants. I can tell you why Kevin Durant is salty with the Brooklyn Nets right now today. Kevin Durant is upset at the Brooklyn Nets because the Nets finally decided that they were going to hold all of their players accountable, including Kyrie Irving. And Sean Marks was clear about that several months ago when he held his press conference and he talked about guys that are going to put team first, buying into the agenda that's set by the front office and the coaching staff. And that's clearly been something that Kyrie has refused to do over the last three years. And the sad part about it is Kyrie's good friend, Kevin Durant, who's the best player on the team, hasn't held Kyrie Irving accountable either. And so I don't know how the Brooklyn Nets compete at a championship level if you don't have a shift in that dynamic and getting guys to buy in. So that's the part that's the part that nobody wants to talk about, but that's why Kevin Durant wants to get out of this situation. And I just don't think that's a good enough rationale when you start talking about the potential that Brooklyn has for this upcoming season. Uh, It's not a good enough rationale. And did you catch that Kyrie is also a little part of this where it says, well, Kyrie apparently hates Sean Marks and Steve Nash too. I don't care what Kyrie thinks anymore about anything at all because Kyrie cannot be the determining factor here with the Nets. They've tried to do everything the right way. So in the in the hands of the experts, the guys who were there every day, how does this end? Here's Tim Bontemps this morning on Get Up. With Joe Sy's tweet, this actually became the easiest layup for me of all time for Joe Sy. Oh, wait a minute. I can go support the coach and GM of my team instead of the guy that six weeks ago came to me and said, I want to be traded. It seems like a pretty easy call to me. And so as you look at this situation going forward, I think we're in the same spot we've been in really since the middle of last month which is that if you look around the NBA, there are not teams showing the kind of interest in giving up the kind of trade package to the Brooklyn Nets that would make them want to trade Kevin Durant. I think we're looking at a situation where these teams are, well, Kevin Durant and the Nets are going to be together at the start of training camp and probably into the start of the season. And they're going to have to find a way to play nice and make this work because I don't see this marriage ending anytime soon. Chris, the Nets have paid Durant one point. One million dollars for every game that he has played, including the postseason, and they have one postseason round win to show for it. So, when that's the case, that's a terrible, terrible return on investment, and there is just no reason whatsoever to not try to at least maximize your return to get something for your investment of a hundred and nineteen million dollars over the last three years. Couple of things there, Carlin. First of all, Kevin Durant in the last three years has played in fifty fewer games. <laughs> fifty fewer. He's played fifty. Uh, he's played fifty. What, what, let me say this: He's missed one hundred and forty games. He's played in ninety games. They paid him thirty-eight million dollars for an entire season. He did not play. He did not play because he was recovering from the Achilles. So there, there's one facet of it. But the other part of this, Carlin. And and we also have to highlight this part. Kevin Durant was the one that signed a contract extension before last season. Yeah. So if you didn't have confidence in the overall direction of the organization where Sean Marks and Steve Nash were taking the program, then why would you lock in 
on a four-year extension. How, what sense does that make? What part of the game is that? So I, I, that's the part where it makes it hard for me to believe that this is anything other than being frustrated that the organization wouldn't commit to a max extension for Kyrie Irving, your good friend. But, but Chris, this is what the NBA players' playbook has become over the last several years. Just get the most amount of money that I can, and if a year or two it's not working out, I'll force my way out. That's how it's worked for all of them. It's going. Yeah. We're going back to Carmelo Anthony. We're going back to plenty of them. Just yeah, get yeah, every yeah, that, dollar I can, and then I'll figure it out, and I'll force my way out if I'm not happy. Yeah, that's all well and good, Carlin, but here's the thing. Kevin Durant is going into his age 34 season, and the threat of him potentially holding out or not playing in the initial parts of the early regular season, it doesn't make any sense in terms of being able to get him to where he wants, and it doesn't make sense for him to give up a year while he's still at the height of his power. So I don't know how much leverage Kevin Durant has in this situation going into training camp, which is why if you're Brooklyn, they should do exactly what you're saying they should do, which is call his bluff, stare him down, and then see what happens at the beginning of the season. Maybe there's an opportunity that opens up as they start to play basketball games. Teams aren't as good as they thought they would be coming into the year, and that that potentially can lead to somebody being desperate enough to give – the Brooklyn Nets to haul they're looking for. But right now, the Brooklyn Nets don't have to do anything. Canty and Carla on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, in for Greeny today. Of course, on the ESPN app and on your smart speaker as well. In just moments, we answer the question. An all-pro defender has demanded a trade this morning in the NFL. So where does he end up? One of our NFL insiders joins us in just moments to answer that question. Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y.
Greeny, the podcast. G. Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Boy, Justin Tucker just got paid. This big numbers for a kicker. You ready? Four oh, years. I already, I, oh, hold on. Am I ready? It's my former teammate, Carlin. Of course I know what the numbers are. Okay. And I've okay. said this before and I'll say it again. Kickers aren't football players. They're barely even people. But I will say this. Of the kickers, Justin Tucker is as close to being a football player as you possibly can get. $11.5 million signing bonus. $17.5 guaranteed. Four years, 24, Carlin? Yes, sir. That's $6 million a year? Wow. For the kicker. Oh. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect the stuff you love with renter's insurance. Visit Progressive.com. And that came last night. A lot of the story that we're going to get into with Dan Graziano right now came in the last couple of hours. He joins us, ESPN NFL insider on the phone. Danny, it's Chris and Chris. We appreciate a few minutes in for Greeny today. And let's start with Roquan Smith, who within the last hour, the Bears all-pro linebacker has demanded a trade officially. What is the latest on this situation with the Bears and Roquan Smith? Yeah, I think the Bears are processing this right now. They haven't said anything publicly. Um, you know, it, it's not help. If you are going to trade a guy, it's certainly not helpful uh, to have it out there that he that he's demanding one. <laughs> it doesn't help you leverage. So uh, the Bears' next move will be interesting. If it, if this is a contract negotiation ploy by Roquan, we'll see if it works. Uh, and if not, you know, I mean, it's not out of the question they could trade him. They've done some rebuild style moves this off season. Khalil Mack being the most prominent of those. Um, I know they don't want to go complete tear down there, but you know, if they're playing hardball with Roquan on a contract, it, it, it likely means that they have a, a value, um, you know, assigned to him and, and he wants more than that. So if that's the case, they got to think about replacements. Um, but, uh, I'm sure they could get a nice draft pick or two for Roquan. Dan, we got big news coming out of Florham Park, literally and figuratively, with Makai Becton yeah. suffered a knee injury in practice. Initially, they didn't think it was that serious, but now the organization yeah. thinks it's much more significant. What can you tell us about on that front? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think it sounds like it's it's a possibility that it'll be surgery. They're still putting, you know, figuring everything out, but. Uh, I guess Sala did a Robert Sala did an interview this morning where he talked about you know he feels sick for the kid yeah, like the kind of stuff that you hear when when uh, when he's going to be out a long time. What I was told last night was he, he's going to miss some time. We don't know exactly how much. And then as the morning unfolded, it sounds like it's going to be significant, and uh, it's a shame because he was you know apparently he came to camp in, in in good shape and ready to go and moved to right tackle was going well. But um, yeah, I guess it's good for them that they had Dwayne Brown in. Uh, to talk yesterday or the day before, although I'm sure that if I'm Dwayne Brown, I'm asking for a little more now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good morning for Dwayne Brown. There's no question. It's Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, joining us. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. The importance there, for though, for the Jets to actually do something right now with that situation, Dan, because of the needed development of Zach Wilson, how much more urgency does it put on it for them? To, to get something done with Dwayne Brown? Yeah, or yes, or, or to, to find a solution pretty quickly yeah. that it's not just a stopgap situation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, it, it, again, we're we're projecting here, but if if the worst case is is true and he's out for the year, then 
yeah, they have to find a, a real replacement. I don't think that there, there aren't many teams that are deep enough uh, on the offensive line to just swap in a, a, a backup tackle and make them a starter. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they, and, and Fant uh, at left tackle is not, you know, exactly Trent Williams. So, like, you know, I, I think it's important. They need, they're probably going to need to add a body and somebody who they know is capable. Talking with ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano on Greeny. And, Dan, I caught you on Get Up this morning, and you were talking about Matt Stafford and how we should be more concerned than we are, generally speaking, when it comes to what's happening with him in training camp. Can you tell us the latest on that Stafford front and why folks should be concerned about the quarterback that just won the Super Bowl? Because his elbow hurts when he throws. And that's not a good, I mean, again, I'm not a doctor, you know, right. Or a physiologist. I think, I think if you ideally, you don't want your quarterback's arm to hurt when he throws the ball, because you're going to be asking him to do that a lot. So uh, I, I think the fact that he had an injection in the off season to make it feel better and it still doesn't I think the fact that, you know, he threw in practice Saturday, then they were off Sunday and then they had practice yesterday and he didn't throw it, but they're going to keep telling us, this is the plan. This is the plan. We thought this all along. But as long as his arm hurts when he throws the ball, I think you have to you have to count that as a potential problem. And I had these guys at Dinkovich and Bart Scott saying it's no big deal, you know, rub some dirt on it, whatever, talking about their past issues with knee and all that kind of stuff. And I get that. But the amount of precision that's required to throw a pass in the NFL and to throw, you know, 30, 40 passes a game over and over again week after week, you know, I don't think you have to be off by that much for the for the consequences to be significant. And if his arm hurts when he throws and, and he's compensating or adjusting for that, it's a potential problem. Dan, what's the latest we're hearing on Lamar Jackson and a contract possibility with the Ravens? I know they've had conversations. Um, I, I think there's some optimism that they can get it done, but there was some optimism last year that they could get it done and they didn't. I, I think what's going on here is Lamar has an idea what he wants, and if he doesn't get it, he's perfectly willing to play out his fifth-year option year, to get franchised, whatever it is. I, I don't think it's going to affect their season one way or the other. My understanding is he's all in and focused on trying to win the Super Bowl there with Baltimore this year. If the contract happens, great. If not, I think he's, he's comfortable with that as well. Dan, I know it's relatively early in training camp, but we do have a quarterback battle going on down in Carolina, and Matt Rule is saying both guys have had their yeah. moments. Can you give us the latest with that QB battle and, and essentially how they're splitting reps in practice and exactly what we can expect to see in terms of those guys in the preseason? My understanding is they're splitting reps evenly uh, between the two, which I, I find very interesting because they've had Darnold all off season, and then they make the move for Baker right before training camp, uh, that, that, to me, is a strong signal that they weren't thrilled with what they saw from Darnold all offseason. And the fact that they're already splitting reps indicates that they're trying to get Baker up to speed quickly. I think if he picks up the offense and they're satisfied with how he looks in maybe a preseason game or two, that it's probably his job. Um, but, you know, that, those are ifs at this point. And so far, so good from what I understand, and he seems comfortable. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I think, you know, with a month to go till the season – it seems to be trending toward it being Baker, uh, even though they're still saying it's a competition. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider. Dan, I want to go back to the Bears for a second. Chris and I have spent a lot of time over the last few days talking about Justin Fields and how the Bears seemingly have not done a ton to really help him out. So what do we know about how Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles actually feel about Justin Fields and his future? Because – 
maybe this is just kind of an obvious way to look at it, but it doesn't look like he's terribly set up, uh, set up terribly well to succeed this year. No, from the outside, it doesn't. I was at their camp um, a little over a week ago. I talked to Iberflus and Poles. They, they both sound very, very positive about Fields. I think they're very happy with him, and they think they have the right guy. You know, they uh, they push back a little bit on the whole rebuilding idea. And, you know, Poles thinks that they can get something out of their rookie class. He feels good about some of the guys they picked there that, that might, you know, even offensive line and, and in the pass rush. So they, they think they're – obviously, everybody thinks they're going to be better than – than expectations at this time of year. But, um, you know, they, they think that, that Fields is a guy who can handle what, what's thrown at him. And, you know, if they do struggle this year, their hope is that uh, he handles the adversity well and comes out stronger for it. But it sounds to me like they're just they're very, very happy with his talent, his performance, his intelligence, his work ethic, all that kind of stuff, that, 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 that they really feel like they have the right guy at quarterback, uh, even if it might take a little while to build the right kind of team around him. Talking with ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano on Greeny. And, Dan, the football world is waiting for the ruling on the Deshaun Watson appeal to the suspension by the NFL. We know that Roger Goodell had a designee in Peter Harvey that's responsible for overseeing that. When can we expect that decision to come down? Yeah, that's all up to Peter Harvey. I mean, checking in on that this morning, that's the answer I got. Everybody's just waiting on him. So I think there's there's a feeling that, it should be the early part of this week. They want it expedited. Um, you know, the Browns have to make some plans for how they're going to manage their quarterback reps. they got a preseason game this week. So I think everybody wants an answer soon. And my understanding is uh, Harvey has all the information he needs to make the decision. So it's just a matter of when. So I think everybody's just sort of sitting around waiting, and it could come any time. Dan, appreciate it. Excellent insight as usual, friend. Thank you. My pleasure, guys. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider, joining Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. You know, summer's packed with activities. I love activities. So if you're a business owner, you don't want to spend your free time sorting through unqualified candidates. Instead, you could be at a backyard barbecue with friends. That's why you need ZipRecruiter to find great candidates. They do the work for you. ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job, and you can invite your top choices to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, it is the smartest way to hire. Chris, this Becton situation for the Jets is just crushing it's absolutely crushing to hear something like this in case you're just joining us Mikai Becton left practice yesterday with an injury to his knee the same knee that he had surgery on uh, this offseason and it was or last season I should say uh, it was at first thought to not be that bad but apparently after an MRI and whatever their other imaging they're doing there's big concerns because it's both to the patella and to the knee. And there's been so much made about his weight, how he came into sh- camp in great shape, how he's looked good so far, and now this. And it, this, it, look, just from a standpoint of his long-term prospects from the Jets, it feels like it's crushing. Yeah, it does, Carlin. And I will say this about that specific injury when we start talking about the patella. I mean, guys that rupture the patella tendon, that tear the patella tendon, 
it usually doesn't work out for them on the other side of it. I mean, in recent memories, think about what happened with Victor Cruz at the end of his tenure with the New York Giants. That essentially marked the end of his career. Look at Cadillac Williams, the running back out of Auburn that played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ended his career with a torn patella. Like, those those types of injuries, you usually don't hear about guys coming back from. Like, with all the advancements that have been made in modern medicine and when it comes to knee injuries and knee reconstructions, ACLs, PCLs, LCLs, MCLs, all of those things, they figure that out. When it comes to the patella tendon, that's a problem. And then couple that with the fact that you're talking about a 350-pound man, you have to be concerned about Makai Becton realizing the potential, the promise that we saw in his rookie season with Gang Green. So, yeah, if you're a Jets fan, it's time to panic about Makai Becton and getting a return on that investment. Okay, so Dwayne Brown is the guy that's been visiting an awful lot. He's about to turn 35 years old. He's been around forever. Did not have the greatest year in Seattle last year, but it's not that far removed from some high-level play. If the Jets do get a deal done, and Joe Douglas indicated this morning uh, that he's in great shape and things are kind of moving in a direction, assuming that's the case, grade the replacement that they have at that point. I mean, Dwayne Brown is not going to hurt you. And I think that's the best you can hope for if you're the Jets at this point in the calendar. Well, he's not going to hurt the quarterback. (laughs) Well, he's not going to hurt the quarterback. He's not going to hurt the offensive line. Now, it's not going to be somebody that's a force multiplier like Makai Becton was. I mean, that's why Makai Becton was, you know, a top 12 pick in an NFL draft because this guy is a road grader in the run game and is a dancing bear when it comes to pass protection. Now, Dwayne Brown, I don't think he's going to move the point of attack like Makai Becton is capable of, but I think Dwayne Brown will certainly be qualified to be a a solid right tackle and set the edge of the pocket for Zach Wilson. So, I I mean, they'll be able to survive, but the offensive line coming into training camp was viewed as one of the strong points for the New York Jets, and that's why I was bullish on the Jets being able to exceed their – Uh, expected win total by Vegas of five and a half games because I thought that they were really strong on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. And so they definitely take a hit if Makai Becton is going to miss significant time, but I don't think this is something that will stand in the way of Zach Wilson potentially taking that next step. Yeah, well, this is the big thing, right? Because we talk about fields and, you know, how this year – may not be as big of a season. If they truly do feel the way that Dan indicated that the Bears feel about Justin Fields, they'll allow it to just kind of navigate through this season and maybe not grade him that harshly if Mm. that's the case. Mm. Zach Wilson's got everything else in place right now. Like, it's got to – not that he's got to come out and be first-team All-Pro, but he's got to show market improvement. And so there is real pressure on Zach Wilson. But what does that look like, Carlin? What does what that is the look impro- like? What does that, what that improvement look like? That look like that looks like to me close to 4,000 yards, mm. close to 30 touchdowns, close to 10 picks. Got That's it. what it looks like to me. Is it asking too much? I don't I think, think so. I think, I think it's possible with the yeah. supporting cast that he has. It's absolutely possible. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, 
Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. This is a highlight of the first hard knocks in that Aiden Hutchinson of the Detroit Lions puts on quite a performance and singing Billy Jean as his rookie song that he has to sing. Of course, the Lions are on hard knocks this season, and that is in episode one. And some have described it, Chris as the single greatest rookie performance in Hard Knocks history. This I can I can believe it, Carlin. There have been some this, gr- there have not been great ones. Well, <laughs> it's not supposed to be great, but it's supposed to be so bad that it's actually good. And I can imagine that Aiden Hutchinson's performance of Billie Jean is got to be a classic. You know why, Carlin? Just think about the song, then think about the audience. This is a guy that knows his personnel and he's playing to the crowd. Mm -hmm. And he's willing to make a fool of himself in order to entertain his teammates. He's willing to be self-deprecating. That goes a long way in a locker room. It also goes a long way on a radio show because you do it all the time. Well, let me ask you this question, though. Hmm. What did you sing when you had to sing? Did you have to sing? I did have to sing. And what did you sing? It wasn't just the Virginia fight song, was it? No, it wasn't the Virginia fight song. It was a school song, though. It just wasn't my school song. I sung the school song from East Side High from the movie uh, Lean On Me. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. That's what I saw. That's why, you know, Fair East Side, you know, East Side High School in Patterson, New Jersey. That yep. was the song that I ended up singing for, because of the movie. And the great part about it is when I got to the hook, everybody in the room chimed in. So that's how you know you got a winner when it comes to the entertainment during training camp and singing a song in front of the team. When you get to the chorus, if everybody in the room starts singing with you, that's a win. Okay, if, so if nobody sings anything then, and it goes crickets, then you're probably going to get taped to a goalpost or thrown in the cold tub. Do you care to share a few little bits of that right now? No, why? Why? Uh, this is I'm I'm not a rookie anymore, Carly. Yeah, but, but but no, you're not a rookie, but it's clear that you're an entertainer. I am an entertainer. Okay. But nobody wants to hear that on the airwaves. They want to hear us talk about sports. Eh, I kind of do. Yeah. You you want to hear it? A little bit. Well, you know what? I'd like for you not to butcher cooking burgers on the grill. <laughs> How about that? All right, next time I do it and I do it right, I'll send you a picture and you can sing the next day. There we go. All right, fine. Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus in for Greeny today. Time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free 
so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Just to be clear, so you were singing Lean On Me. Yes. That, that's what no, you no, were no, no, no. I wasn't singing Lean On Me. Okay. I was singing the school song for Eastside High Lean in Lean On okay. Me. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I don't yes. know that one. Um, you don't know it. You no, don't know it. But it's no. a classic scene in the movie. And that's why I decided I was going to sing that song. Gotcha. I would have offered to sing it had it been Lean On Me because I do know that. With you, I mean, that is. But that's okay. Come on. If you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry I don't even know the words, apparently. (laughs) It won't be long. For I'm gonna need calling to lead home. You just call on me, calling <laughs> when you need a friend. We all need somebody to lead on. I tell you what, you just might have a sports take. <laughs> That's damn. That good. you need a hand. <laughs> you can sing. You can sing. No, I, I can't. It. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like Randy Watson from Coming to America when it comes to singing. I, uh, uh, no, 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 bro. No. Uh, you let know, me tell you, let me tell you what I can't do, big fella. There are a lot of things I can't can do, but I'm gonna tell you one thing I can't do is sing. It wasn't not. It was not bad. It was certainly better okay. than me. I can guarantee you well, that. I, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm afraid that what you see, what you think is good. Well, we're not setting the bar high when I say you're better than me. Um, oh, okay. Chris, the Roquan Smith situation is a fascinating one because it does look like from the outside with everything that we have seen the Bears do this offseason or really not do this offseason, that this is almost what they wanted. That's what it feels like, that they wanted Roquan Smith to push to this level so that maybe they could trade him away and potentially get a first-round pick for him, and I think they would get it if they sent him to the right team. And we were talking before the show, you brought up the Cincinnati Bengals, and boy, that feels like a great situation for Roquan Smith. Yeah, it does, because you're talking about a team whose first-round pick is probably going to be on the back half of the first round. And so if you're the Bengals, that really is the only area your defense that you you need to upgrade, right? You think about some of the additions that they made on the back, back end. They used a high draft pick on Dax Hill, they went out and signed Mike Hilton, one of the best nickel corners uh, in all of free agency. So I, I just I look at some of the things that they've done on that defense, some of the upgrades that they've made, and, and I just I look at the area that they need to improve on. And I would say it would be their linebacking core. Logan Wilson played well last year, but let's be clear about this: there's levels to it, and Roquan Smith is a be- amongst the best off the ball linebackers in all of football. He's right there, in my opinion, with Fred Warner and Darius Leonard. That's how good Roquan Smith is. Well, let's let's be clear about what it is. It takes them from a good enough defense to help them get to where they got to last year to a really good defense. Like, that could bring yeah. them to that next level. And, Chris, that window's open and, right now. And, and right now, it's open because you haven't had to pay Joe Burrow yet, right? Yep. So you're talking about a quarterback on a rookie deal. Now is the time to be aggressive in terms of being able to add pieces like this. And Roquan Smith is an all-pro caliber middle linebacker. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Kevin Durant wants out. That's next. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Night out on the West Coast for the Yankees, and they do win, but the bad news is... No, we lost last night. Yeah. <laughs> we lost last night. I don't because care what Matt the scoreboard Carpenter. said. We lost yeah. last night. Well, Matt Carpenter slammed a ball into his foot and stayed in the game briefly, but then had to come out and turns out has a fracture in his foot. I mean, the guy's been fantastic. <clears throat> Excuse me, Chris, since he got here. He's been absolutely fantastic. I got to sneeze. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm trying you're to battle, reach for the button. You're battling through it, big fella. Do, it. do you need to lean on me right now? Because I, I can do. hold you down. I can hold you down. But here's the problem. I went to sneeze twice, and it disappeared. You ever have mm-hmm. that happen? Where you're going to sneeze, and then you yeah, just I've had, don't Yeah, I've had it happen to me, but it hadn't happened on air. Oh, please. The, yeah. the, that was at a scale of 1 to 10 on how many times it's happened out of air and the severity. That was about yeah. a 4. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, gotcha. Carpenter's an absolute killer. No, he is, man. I mean, you're talking about a player that has a higher OPS than Aaron Judge, and we know what kind of season he's putting together. But in 128 at bats, Matt Carpenter has a 305 batting average, 15 home runs, and 37 RBIs. That that is phenomenal, Carlin. I mean, he's been a revelation for the Yankees as a DH, and he's 36 years old, so it sucks for him that he's going to miss the stretch run of the regular season. You're just hoping that he can get back by the end of September, but for what it sounds like, this is probably going to shut him down for the rest of the season. And now you have to question the length of the Yankees lineup and whether it it has the depth that you're looking for from a title contending team, knowing that you're going to have to go through the Houston Astros if you plan on getting to the World Series. Just the lefty bad aspect of it and as good as he's been. And, you know, just experience. The guy's been around forever. He's one of those play- – you know what he is, Chris? He's just a, he's a winning player. Yes. He's, he's a guy that you love to have on your team when you're trying to make a run at a championship. And uh, so from that standpoint, it hurts, and they can't really do too much about it. Um <sighs> Am I jumping the gun to start to say, you know, it kind of feels like some things are starting to fall apart a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't feel great right now. And Clay Holmes is not very inspiring. Even last night, you know, just giving up the earned run. I, I just, I don't know, man. The, the bullpen for the Yan- situation right now. The bullpen for the Yankees bothers me. And yeah. Scott Efros and all of these other guys that they brought in. Um, you know, Frankie Montas, we'll see what ends up happening with him with his next start. I'm not going to hold Sunday against him. Um, but some of the other guys that they bought in for the bullpen, I, I don't quite know that it's going to be enough for the Yankees to be able to 
you know, do high-level winning like we're expecting them to. And that's how we judge every Yankees team. Things, things are looking up in Queens. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.